All right, welcome to episode 21 of the High Five Download podcast. This is our first episode in the new year here. Um, welcome to 2017. Welcome to 2017. Hopefully it's better than the last year. Um, <laughs> anyways, I got two. We got two guests today, and we are going to talk 1980s horror movies. Um, first off, we have um, director Josh Forbes from... Los Angeles, California, here visiting us, giving us a cameo, and he was on our yeah, hey he guys. was on our uh, second <laughs> episode ever. So I was trying to find a better sound effect, but that was nineteen a, episodes later. He is makes this a better one? Return. Here I am, Josh Forbes. Hi, hi guys. Is that the insom- Inception brap? Basically, yeah. and brap. we also have are like becoming our unofficial third host <laughs> again i was just here on the last one you, yeah. you're very familiar I was with just this here on the last one in, in the former I just, year i know previous year well the reason i met kurt was through josh and i know they both share an affinity for 80s horror and that's what we're talking about today so we're doing top five 80s horror movies and for the low five we are doing Five VHS boxes <laughs> that scared the crap out of us as kids. Um, so I don't know what's going on, Kurt. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. Right. I'm glad to see my friend Josh. The last hey. time I saw him, I hosted a trivia night where I did a horror round. And the time yeah. before that, we were on a trivia team where I lost terribly because it was the most impossible horror trivia in the world. That is the most difficult trivia on the planet. It's called Dead Rights Horror Trivia, and it's like everyone there literally wrote the book on everything. Uh. Like, there's a guy in a team who did, you know, the documentary on the, the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, the like four hour long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or there's like another guy who who edited, um, you know, like all these like Clive Barker movies and stuff. So it's like impossible. Right. To beat them. The easiest all question. The insiders. The easiest question when I when we went was name all Nightmare on Elm Street Nightmare on Elm Street movies in order with the subtitles. Yeah. And okay. we we didn't get it, but that was the easiest one. The rest <laughs> were like fuck. Wow. Right. So that's crazy. Yeah. I, um. How we did a Star Wars trivia at a um, comic shop here in town uh, a couple weeks ago actually two weeks ago getting ready for Rogue One and they had me do a round for a couple rounds for him so I did um, identify these obscure lesser known Star Wars figures and I thought it was pretty hard I wanted to make it hard but like out of eight the best team got two right (laughs) so I was like okay I made this way too hard I thought these guys were true (laughs) Star Wars nerds but apparently they weren't Um, nice all right well I guess we could just dive in and get started um you want to go first? Demi? Sure, All I can right, go first. We're gonna go with the Demi's number five. All right, a- number 80s five, eighties horror, 80s horror. Yeah. movies. Um, so this was a hard list. I have a lot of honorable mentions, yeah, and no it's kind of like too. I don't even know how to rank these because yeah, man, there's so many that I enjoyed. So I'm just kind of I just made a huge list because I'm gonna go with what I feel like today. It's gonna All be kind of right, weird. Kind of how we go. Um, what I'm in the mood for, and I've been thinking a lot of. And so my number five is Phantasm Two. All right, nice. Yeah. With the All tall right. man and the spheres and the, um, yeah, that's pretty much. I love this movie when I was growing up. It's not only just like my favorite like horror movie, but like my favorite movie. One of my favorite movies growing up, just all around. Um, 
yeah, I always thought it was great and exciting. I, I like to play like, you know, when you're in the playground and someone was like, I want to be He-Man and I want to be Voltron. <laughs> I would pick the thin man or the tall man, I should say, the tall man, because I was like, well, I have these metal spheres and, you know, I have these like Jawas that are my minions. And <laughs> <No. laughs> were you just the kid on the playground going, boy? <laughs> yeah, 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 that was me. I'd stand on some like, you know, some rocks so I could be taller. But yeah. Man, I haven't seen that in like decades probably honestly it's the best phantasm that's what everybody yeah. says it's yeah. the best phantasm i that's watched the, the one first thing one not that long ago maybe five years ago and it's kind of have you slow. seen the? I, I have not seen the new one but i know it just came out ravager yeah the real, uh, i haven't seen that i one heard either. i heard it's spotty i heard yeah, it's like one of my some friends, parts are good and he some hated parts. it he totally was like it's garbage but then he he was on like a youtube channel like arguing about it with this dude that was like all about it saw it like five times I really saw liked it five it, times. Yeah, yeah. So that's just a classic. I feel you know it's right. a classic of cheesy horror and I don't know like I don't know. definitely eighties though. Yeah, so. absolutely. So yeah, Phantasm Part Two, All right. and only Part Two. All right, for me. Okay, nice. All right, we're gonna just go in a circle here for you people listening. So you know, it's le- it's, uh, it's we're going left. Yeah, yeah. Counterclockwise. Clock counterwise. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, so we're uh, we're moving on to Kurt here for number five. Okay, so I'm gonna go with what I think for my number five, which I'm ordering them at from my favorite to my least favorite, my least favorite to my favorite. I'm All gonna right. order mine. All right. Even yeah. though this was an impossible round, and I yeah. literally right. wrote down 300 movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think that my number five is, um, though not my favorite, I think it is the best horror movie made in the 80s. Right. Uh, and that's Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's just fucking tight. I think it's a great story. It's great acting. It's great special effects. It's secretly directed by Spielberg. Mm-hmm. It just nails it. Like, there are other movies I enjoy more. Maybe that even didn't make it on the list, but it felt really... I felt too bad not putting Poltergeist on it. It's just... It man, scared it's, the shit out of me. Just, there was many scary scenes in that. For uh, it was, And it was kind of slightly marketed as, like, I don't know, a family-ish... Fairy tale adventure, yeah, right. you know, like a Spielberg fairy tale. I just tale remember movie. the scene but it where, the, is. But it where is, they're yeah. in the pool, where like the rain and then the corpses start corpses coming start out, coming out the, yeah. like that terrified me. You, you moved know? the gravestone, yeah. but you didn't move the body. See, I think yeah. I my my more vivid memory of it was because I don't think I had seen the movie as a kid, but I had read the Mad Magazine version. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> it was so strange. Like, so remember, there's a, there's a part where um, Craig T. Nelson's smoking weed or whatever. Which yeah, I, him, happens him and his wife. Yeah, yeah. but like in, in a co- movie, yeah. in Mad Magazine form was just so, so it was like really really bothered me. <laughs> what, what was the angle that Mad took on it? <sighs> I'm trying to. I don't know. It was, it was just uh, very anarchic and crazy. <laughs> okay. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what like the 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 pun name would be like, like That's poultry geist or something. Yeah. Yeah. Polter yeah. ghost. Yeah, poultry ghosts or something. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah, I definitely put that on my honorable mention too. Um, I haven't seen the remake. Anybody seen the remake of that? No. no. All right. On well, purpose. We'll no. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> It's That's on another one of those. I heard it's ignore. not terrible, but it's kind of like, why did they do? Right. Why bother? You know? Yeah, but like I, you know, fuck it. <laughs> I got what other about Poltergeist Three. I hear that's like. A is that cult. the one that takes place in the building? Yeah, that's, I heard that's like a cult. That's movie. two. I thought. No, two is kind of like same house type of thing, but oh. they move. But you know, yeah, three. Three was the first one that I saw as a kid. Wow. In the, it's in I like hardly a, remember three. It's like three's a, fun. 
I mean, and there's all the, you know, there's all the urban legends that sprang up around the movie. Yeah, you know, a lot of people died and yeah, you know, and pa- then passed away tragically. And Carol Ann, actress, passed she had that away she too. had that like rare disease that only happens in like one in like two million people. And wow. the one who played the older daughter, she passed away suddenly, or she got. She she was killed by her boyfriend or something. Oh wow! After the after Poltergeist came oh, out, wow. I really like the joke in Scary Movie Two where uh, Sean Wayne's gets raped by the clown. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so that happened too. That was yeah. more tragedy to come awesome. out of. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Scary we'll Movie just... Two was the tragedy, or <laughs> no, Sean Wayne's getting raped by a clown. Oh, okay. Yeah. Scary Movie Two is a masterpiece. Uh, I guess we're gonna move on. To, on that note, we're gonna move on to Josh. <laughs> Josh yeah, is this number is, five. This is tough because there's so many that are like, like if if you listed just like the best horror movies, like those would also be best eighties. So I mean, you could do like so best out of nineteen eighty four, even right. you know. Like, yeah, yeah. So well, I five, five solid films. Yeah. So I'm trying to trying to swing a little bit to le- uh, left of center. Um, so I'd say number five would be a movie called Brain Damage. Have you seen this movie, Brain Damage? Heard of it? I haven't. So, oh, Brain Damage is directed by Frank Hannon-Lauder, who did Frankenhooker and, and mm. the Basket Case movies. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's about a guy. It's there's this little creature called Aylmer. That have you seen this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's on uh, my list. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's all good. He's 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 my profile picture on uh, on Twitter. Sorry, I keep uh, I keep hitting my hard P's and S's <laughs> on here. Um. But, yeah, so it's, like, this little creature that, like, crawls up on this guy's back and, like, attaches itself into his brain, and he, like, kind of gets high off of it. Um, so it's kind of this weird metaphor for addiction, but it's also – it's just so crazy. Um, and Elmer talks like this. Yeah. I can't do it. It's just this amazing little puppet. And um, there's some of this guy, Gabe Bartolos, who actually I, I met, and I got to see the, the original Elmer, and it made me really happy. God, I got it. I, I, I cool. can't believe I haven't seen that. On it's so fun and quirky and weird. It's, I mean, th- my take on Frank Hannon-Lauder is that, like, his movies are what Troma wishes they were. It's, they're <laughs> so, it's so sleazy, yeah. but, like, really smart, too. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Because, uh, yeah, I agree. That's. Anyway, from brain the damage. Two, I've seen awesome. All right. Um, so, for my list, I just, I honestly just was like, I'm going to name the top five that come to my head right now and that I that I feel like were kind of like influential in in like my love for horror growing up and stuff so and then I scratched number five and added added my new number five here which is 1987's The Gate Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. it's just one of those movies like I I remember it was like it was a PG-13 movie so I actually got to go see it in the theater and um, I just remember it, 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 it felt like I felt like I could be those kids and the kid and the two kids in this movie, you know, like I, I felt like I had a friend that, you know, was kind of into the more, uh, you know, darker heavy metal and mm-hmm. might, might, might have played a record backwards <laughs> at some point and uh, conjured up some demons from the backyard. But um, uh, it's a, I just I just think it's a great little uh, little horror movie. And um, there were some scenes that kind of like were scary, too, as a kid, even I like creepy stuff like when they actually movie. they killed the dog in that movie too you yeah know? and i'm like man they never killed the dog you know that's messed up you know and like as a kid that'll hit you more than you know that was a rare time where there were horror movies that were both scary and for kids simultaneously yeah. like right. the gate is one of many that just are masterpieces for kids and are fucking terrifying it's yeah, like exactly we, now we get ghost goosebumps yeah. yeah and it's like sure that's fine i guess yeah 
But yeah, there, I mean, there's kind of like I feel like there's kind of some like Goonies elements to it, but it's like darker for sure, you know. And um, and you can't talk about that movie without mentioning like the the scene. It's like that practical effect. Um, like how would you even describe it? Where it's like the, these the dudes, dudes fall, fall and then turns into. Yeah, then, like, then he, like, scatters into a million different guys little, or whatever. Oh, little demons but it was, running. Yeah. But it was yeah. done with this forced perspective. Like, yeah, I remember they showed that, like, scene on the trailer, and I was like, man, this, yeah. this is awesome, dude. I got to see like, this. Like, I've wa- I, I'll watch that clip over and over just to try and figure out, like, how do they do that? You know? yeah, yeah, exactly. There That's we go. Cool. We're gonna, I, we got a little uh, condom here. A little windsock. Ooh. Oh, puh, puh, puh. Um, there we go. It's a little <laughs> better. A little better. Um... Cool. So yeah, it's Gate number 1987's The Gate. Was great. Uh, my number five. The so Gate is great. The Gate is <laughs> great. If you haven't seen The Gate, check. Was it out. that on the poster, Josh? The Gate, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. It had a cool, it the had, Gate is it great. Had a cool ass poster too. It did. Like There's the right. hand reaching. It was like the Gate spelled out, kind of like in a hole, and like the hands reaching. Out yeah, the hands reaching out like in shadows, shadows yeah. or something. Yeah. The director also made the movie Mansquito, oh, wow. <laughs> which I have not seen. Before, but I, before, or after. <laughs> after. <laughs> I just I think that's the best title of a movie ever. Mosquito, <laughs> nice. All right, all right. On to number so four. Mine is for number four. Starting off with number four is it's uh, kind of towards the tail end of the '80s and almost maybe was kind of like a I don't know, like a sort of a turning point as far as like horror, horror, more, more thriller movies, I guess. You know, and it's uh, Silence of the Lambs. All right. Mm-hmm. As far Fuck. as like you know, was that in the '80s? I, I forgot about that. that. It was, 19, it was February of '89. '89. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yep. Also, the last movie, I think, to get all five of the main Oscars, director, writer, actor, actress, best picture. The only horror movie. And the only horror movie to do it. Well, yeah, if you consider, I mean, people consider it like thriller or, you know. Yeah, but those are cowards. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. big time. Um, Yeah, I mean, what what can be said about Science of Labs that hasn't been said a million times? I just, you know. Assumed it was like ni- early nineties. I can't. Remember. That's. I think that's what people uh, yeah. assume. And fantastic so, you know. movie, though. I mm-hmm. Mean. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, that's one of those movies. I probably have seen that movie more than any other movie. Yeah. Just because because we, we had a copy of it. Like my uncle had two VCRs, and so he made a copy. <laughs> and then my dad was a homicide detective, so like, oh really? That was something we bonded over was <laughs> <laughs> finding heads in jars and, <laughs> and tucking our penises in. Whatever. <laughs> nice. Um, Listening to Wild Horses. By yeah. <laughs> Just doing our, each other's makeup. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Silence of the Lambs. That's a good one. All right. I'll pick it up with my number four. Um, I chose the Stuart Gordon film From Beyond. Yeah. Uh, and I think the mo- the more obvious Stuart Gordon, Jeffrey Combs choice is Reanimator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but... I really fucking like H.P. Lovecraft, and Reanimator is not so true to what H.P. Lovecraft is. Mm-hmm. And From Beyond is like, there's this weird box that opens up your vision to this p- other dimension where you can see the aliens that exist on our world. And, you know, Jeffrey Combs has his pineal gland come out of his head, and mm-hmm. Barbara Crampton is super sexy in her S&M gear. It's just like, that movie just, Ken Faree is hilarious. Right. That whole movie is just making jokes and jumping over monsters, and that movie just like... <laughs> When I was a kid, and I, that's a fucked up thing to say, but when I was a kid and I saw Reanimator, I was like, awesome. And then as I got older and I like watched movies for filmmaking, I was like, From Beyond is just the masterpiece. It's just, it's the only successful Lovecraftian film, Hmm. I think, other than like Hellboy 2. Right. Uh, Which is, you know, that's a big chunk of time and people trying to make this like thing happen. 
The effects in that movie, because I saw that, yeah, recently, like, the creature effects in it are just insane. Like, I don't know how they pulled it off. Just that giant d- dude or whatever. Yeah, and the thing in the basement. Yeah. It's, I, it's nuts. I just can't recommend that movie enough to anyone who is interested in horror and hasn't seen it. It's nice. I'm going to confess I haven't seen it, so... I recommend. I a long time I, I've ago. seen it. They have it at the library down here too. Yeah, yeah. and on Blu-ray, so like a re- re- <laughs> reissue or something. So I met Barbara Crampton for sure. recently. It was at the Stanley Film Festival here in Colorado. Actually. Oh, nice! And she uh, still looks as hot. I don't know how she's doing it. There must be a, a portrait of her somewhere that looks like shit, <laughs> <laughs> but she looks great. Nice, cool. From beyond. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and. Again, I think these are movies too that like that had an effect on me. Yeah, um, that's, this is that's a movie. what I went with too. Uh, House two. Yes. Oh, yeah. The second story. Yeah, the second story. <laughs> the second story. Yeah. <laughs> that was I don't that was I don't know how we found how we stumbled upon that movie as a kid, but like my dad rented it, and it was just so weird. Maybe it was a maybe maybe we rented it. Or maybe it was like an HBO. Like you know, you yeah. get HBO for a house week one was pretty fucking yeah. insane. House too. one is great, yeah. House one is great, yeah. but, but house, house two is buck wild. It was so funny and so weird, and it has you know John Ratzenberger from Cheers in it showing up as like a as a Indiana Jones type like repairman Which or is something. Because isn't George Wint in, in the first yeah. one? Yeah, yeah. Norm's in the first one. <laughs> and then I'm looking here yeah, like Bill like Bill Mars in it apparently. And what's interesting too is uh, I didn't realize the story was by Fred Decker, who who might uh, appear a couple more times on my list. He's a hero. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just remember it was just so. I, I feel like that like really imprinted upon me like my love of horror and comedy and mm-hmm. weirdness and yeah. like you know it's so sad too like the old cowboy and stuff like that like. Oh, yeah. um, and that old cowboy totally got stolen for the frighteners. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. So anyway, that's. That's that's it, that's it, one. And it's interesting because like you were saying about how, you know, like the eighties, that was the time when they would market these movies to kids or families as well. Like it's a kid movie and a family movie. I feel like that's how the that's how, you know, House was. Yeah. yeah. You know, when you saw I I remember those previews and it almost made like you said, it almost made it feel like an Indiana Jones type of adventure movie, but it was a horror film. Right. Or like a big and trouble so little China. You could like yeah, a big trouble little China, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that that kind of like, you know and Marvel Comics, action horror stuff. Marvel Comics published a comic adaptation of that too. Of House <laughs> Two. Of House Two, House yes. Two, yeah. Yes, when that came out, you know. Ding dong you're dead. They didn't do House One, but they did, did House did Two. Did they get man. a second issue? I think it was just the movie. That was the shit. <laughs> just the two, one, second one shot, story, man. second issue. So one shot on that one. Uh, that okay. That brings us to my number four, and like I, I'm with Josh, man. I I went with ones that were kind of like shaped uh, what I was into in the in the '80s and my affinity for horror to this day. And so my number four is I'm no offense to Psycho Sleepover, but the best <laughs> trauma film, j- the original. <laughs> Thank you, Toxic Avenger. Holla. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> um, one of those like I first saw it on like USA Up All Night, and then. I thought it was totally awesome. I mean, it's basically just like a, it's a revenge story, you know. I mean, it's this, you know, the nerdy, the Melvin the Mop Boy um, gets uh, prank. They do they pull this prank on him. He falls out a window into this toxic waste and turns into a hideous creature of superhuman size and strength. The first superhero from New Jersey. <laughs> um, but the first uh, and last. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> first and last. But um, I loved it, and then I remember like. I think I just bought the VHS somewhere and then watching it on VHS, then uh, my mind was truly blown because they 
edited a lot of the kills out of the USA up the <laughs> version, you know, like <laughs> yeah. the head's getting crushed. You didn't realize how yeah. gory it actually yeah, was? Yeah, exactly. Until and, you saw, like, and the a, amount of boobs and everything. Right. And I was like, whoa, yeah. mind blown. You know, <laughs> it's, so. like, legit great. For a company that's only put out trash, my film included, it's like a sleepover, <laughs> watch it on YouTube. Um, it, it, like, they've always just been living up to how great Toxic Avenger is. Like, it's right. just dumb, pure, fun. Like, they, they were meta and not and self-referential and not and yeah. honest and fake and it just is, it just works and, and the then sequels were not as good as the first man so they weren't fourth you know? one's pretty good though okay well you know what I don't think I only saw one through three actually four's, so four's alright is that Citizen Toxic yeah Citizen Toxic okay. yeah. <laughs> I gotta get after that one then but yeah Toxic I, Avenger man I keep hearing rumors that they're gonna try and like reboot it which which would be fun I don't know that's that's like like whenever people ask me, like, what would you, what movie would you like to remake? Like, that's one of them. But. There you go. I would, I the would new, definitely see the Josh return, Forbes. Return yeah. to Newcomb High is pretty good too. Yeah, actually, did you see that one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The reboot of that kind of that was pretty. That was actually pretty good too. But I want some money behind a Toxic Avenger remake. Like, well, I, that's what I was just gonna ask. Like, would you want money behind a Toxic Avenger remake? Yeah, I don't want a trauma version. I want like, I want Michael like, Bay version. I want like a Michael Bay version. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like hmm. the chainsaw treatment, the Christopher Nolan version. <laughs> it's the gritty, yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty intense, man. So yeah, Toxic Avenger number four. Another, another. Um, Marvel did a comic series of that too. Lasted like nine, nine or ten issues. Didn't make it all the way to twelve, but I remember being like too young to be watching the Toxic Avenger and buying the Toxic Avenger comics on the internet from Mile High. Wasn't oh, there nice. a cartoon yeah, also? Funny. Well, they did Toxic Crusaders. It was kind of like yeah, um, it was the Toxic Avenger in like some no zone. Yeah, made up dude, little. But they did. But they also did toys. Yeah, they did toys. Yeah, they did toys, trading cards, and yeah. I remember. I remember the the toys when those those came. My dad bought me those toys before I'd seen the Toxic Avenger, so he was just like giggling because he like knew what it was, you know. But I was like watching Toxic Crusaders, being like, yeah, and he like buy me the toys because he was like, (laughs) I want my son to have Toxic Avenger toys, even though he can't see that movie because he's eight. Yeah, Yeah, they did have. I did have Toxie. I bought him, but they put like a headband on him, the figure, and then he and then. His uh, mop had like a sticker on it of the American flag. That, oh, like, down. So He's basically. I remember skin. rolling up the flag and like putting it so his arm gripped it so it looked more like the movie and not like. Well, I think the whole thing the was it was toxic. the the fame or the the. The popularity of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I think, brought about wasn't that what brought about the whole? Because like, well, these, these kids was, will buy anything. It was so about let's, the same. We have this franchise. Yeah, let's right. do this. Similar origins marketed know, to kids. What the fuck, eighties? Yeah, yeah. There's a whole toxic there's a whole list of uh, <laughs> those kind of toys. Like, like I like as a parent, like I'm upset right now about them having like Civil War or uh, you know Captain America Civil War toys, which is like the movie is pretty much for kids, but they say shit like twice or something mm-hmm. like that already bugs me. But like back in the day, like they would just have like RoboCop, RoboCop toys, toys or yeah. like aliens. <laughs> oh yeah. Aliens like toys, RoboCop Predator, toys. Yeah. Yeah. Predator. Yeah. Predator <laughs> toys. Yeah, Terminator cool. toys. I mean, yeah. Yeah. there were some fucked up aliens toys. Do you guys remember like the animal aliens that came no. out? Yeah. They weren't even in the movie. They have like, they a, like a rhino a bull, alien. A bull oh, that's one crazy. Too. Yeah, yeah. I remember having them being like cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those were cool. All right, so I think we're on three now. We're on three Starting now. off the, the, the threes. Um, and I'm keeping mine kind of, well, I don't know. I, I guess I'm, my list is more mainstream. I'm, I'm more for the, the layman listeners, the laymans of, of horror, I guess. That's uh, cool. Can, can keep I mean, up. <laughs> we always got people that do deep cuts, and yeah. that's cool. You know? so, I was afraid I'd have repeats. So, so my number it. three is uh, pretty much a classic, I feel, American Werewolf in London. Oh, un- nice. un-American, Un-American Werewolf. Un-American Werewolf in London. 
Uh, John Landis, 1982, 83. Um, the Great Makeup by Rick Baker, I think was his name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he, I don't know if he, did, he won the Oscar for that. First he, he makeup had to, Oscar. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. Um, yeah, this scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. I watched this with my with my dad over and over again. Um, just, you know, the makeup effects and... You know, and for me, that's always kind of like been the standard of what a werewolf should always look like. It shouldn't look like just like a big dog. It shouldn't look like a, uh, you know, a bipedal dog, a bipedal wolf that's you know on, on two legs. It should look like that, just mean and girl with you know just you know stuff coming out of its mouth and you know big burly shoulders and able to knock over a bus, you know, <laughs> in the middle of London. But anyway, so yeah, so it's also kind of like a ghost story too, which I like about it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, so. his crazy friend that yeah, dies who's and cursed, yeah. keeps showing up I, I more like rotten each time. Every and... other type of horror movie has had something that like you could argue, like you'd be like, oh, there might be a better vampire movie that's come out since whatever the last great vampire movie was. But I don't think they're even, I mean, some people can probably say The Howling, I don't know what came out first, doesn't really matter. I, but I think that American Werewolf in London is the best werewolf film and that yeah. no one has yeah. ever lived up to that. Like, yeah. just not, po- I, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. I mean, it's it's been forever. It's so since. it's so scary and it's so funny too. Yeah, that's yeah. the other thing too. And yeah. that nurse is so hot. Yeah, that's pretty mm-hmm. exciting. It's, it hits all the all the all the spots, and even, man. Because yeah, I watched it again recently, and it's like the crazy like Nazi dream sequence, like yeah. Nazi where like the Nazi w- dogs or everything. Yeah, yeah, just like so. Oh yeah, running around the like the subway or whatever. Mm-hmm. The, oh, yeah, he just it's crazy. like this the perfect mix of super bonkers and just out of control, and then yeah. and then totally dialed in like. I don't know. He it almost makes me, um, you know, f- feel okay that he he gave us Max Landis, who <laughs> who is probably going to do the remake. Really, I of hate American that guy. That guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> Max he's Landis. A, he, he's a fucking piece of human garbage. I was in an elevator <laughs> with him. I was in an, I was let's in an, hear this Hollywood insider. I was in an elevator <laughs> with him, and he spit in a girl's hand, and then had her rub it in his face. He's an he's retarded. Wow. I hate his if you want proof, just watch YouTube him. Oh, yeah, wow. I don't know. Every yeah, I just because I just he wrote the movie Chronicle for those who don't know. I fucking hate that. Um, was that the like? It's the one that was kind of like the, the found footage. Yeah, the, the X Men found footage ripoff where the kids got powers. Uh. Um, he he's written some comics. He just wrote something dope, and I wish that I knew what it was instead of just saying that. And he's gonna he's gonna do the American World remake. Right. You know, he's oh, br- he's brilliant. Like I mean, he's he's bipolar, so he's riding the the manic part of. Uh. It. I mean, he like. There's an episode on the Nerdist where he pitches this like um, this uh, Peter Pan movie, and you're listening to him pitch, and you're like, "This is the greatest pitch man ever," or whatever. Like he's he's totally brilliant. I just think he's just a monster. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I also so I was also at a Comic Con party where um, so a he yeah fuck Max Landis a <laughs> he was wearing this like Technicolor dream coat like whatever he's like jealous. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. A, like, now he, like, has rainbow hair. Like, he just can't not be noticed anywhere he goes. So he's wearing this multicolored suit at a party. Um, the, the drinks got shut down because it was 2 a.m. or whatever. He went around the, the behind the bar and stole a big case of beer just for himself. Whatever. That's fine. Great. Starts chugging the beer in the middle of the dance floor, spills it everywhere. <laughs> and then, like, these sad little Hispanic women, you know, who have to come and mop up the floor, you know, who are just not amused. Sure. It's, like, fucking 2 in the morning and they have their grandkids take care of whatever. Yeah. They are mopping, and Max Landis is like humping him on the dance floor as oh they're mopping God. up his mess. Wow! So that guy can yeah. 
I hope he gets his head chopped off by a fucking helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, nice but beyond that. Nice reference right there. Yeah. I appreciate that. But, but beyond, beyond that, that, American Warrior from London is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. So that's what I mean. It's like it it, it, it almost makes up for it. It almost makes up for it. Actually, it makes up for it. It's fine. Yeah. I would trade it. If I had the trade, I would rather have an American Werewolf in London. Yeah, for sure. That's Than no Max Landis. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll go number three. It's that um, so I don't know if this is a horror movie uh, when it came out, but it definitely is now because it's happening. And that's They Live. <laughs> oh yeah! Uh, oh yeah! I thought about, I thought uh, about that too, it for sure. I never really considered it a horror movie till I made this list, and it kind of is, but it's more of a sci-fi. And who gives a shit? It, right. That those those lines blur. Yeah, but John Carpenter directed. John Carpenter. It, so. uh, m- my dad scolded me for not putting a different John Carpenter film when I told him my list. <laughs> uh, oh, right. So you know, which one? If someone <laughs> brings that out later, I'll go that uh, one. Uh, yeah. But uh, I think They Live is his, his, his masterpiece. Um, watch it in a double bill with Red Dawn, and you'll have the best American back-to-back film of all time. <laughs> uh, but it's... 80s. Uh, it ends on a down note, too. Oh, yeah. Th- we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so, like, so apropos to everything that was going on then and everything that's still going on mm-hmm. now. And it's just this social satire that just nails something. Like, like yo... I don't actually believe in lizard people. Sure. But, like, I really want to. Like, I really <laughs> want to believe that, like, one of the people in this room is a lizard and we're just faking it. Like, right. not even that they're the most successful, but that they're just blending in and some of them are come from th- – they're Anunnaki and they come from their planet. I read a whole book on it. Uh, it's <laughs> Wait, probably Josh. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe it's me and I'm just tricking you guys. Yeah. 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 That is the lizard move. Notice That's there's true. no flies in this yeah. room anymore. <laughs> yes. Uh, and you know he didn't do lizards, but man, he fucking did lizards. So it was like this, like take on like I was writing a lizard people movie one day, and then I was like, oh, I'm writing They Live. Yeah, right. great, <laughs> awesome. cool. V. That sucks. Um, Plus that fight sequence is mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. Oh yeah, and amazing. And it was kind of like um, Rowdy Roddy was kind of his go-to, or his it was it was his poor man's. Uh, Kurt Russell, he must right. not. He must have passed on that yeah. one. So. <laughs> well, there's some weird stuff going on with that movie. Like it's billed as written by Frank Armitage, which is Carpenter, and that's like the only time where he hasn't just gone written, directed, scored, produced by lizard. John Carpenter. Oh, funny! I, didn't I feel that. like hmm. he he was just like this is a really weird movie and nobody wants it. Like Kurt Russell was like, nah, bro. Yeah, and and Rowdy Rowdy Piper's like, I'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because yeah. he's a fucking hero. Yeah, he really exactly. is. So they live. It's uh, the best. Um, it's not that scary, but it really is because yeah, um, Trump's is. our president. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> good, good pick, man, for sure. Absolutely. All right, I'm going to go with uh, this movie called Phenomena from 1985. Directed I've heard by, of it. Directed by Dario Argento. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, so good. Music by Goblin. Um, oh. <laughs> st- yeah, starring um, uh, Jennifer Conley. As Jennifer Corvino, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I think this must have been after, after Labyrinth, Labyrinth <laughs> like like the day after, right? Because um, she's still super duper young and um, and also super super duper hot, and I'm not gonna apologize for that. <laughs> she's getting like a little older in Phenomena, where you can almost be like, yeah, she is hot, <laughs> right? Yeah, Labyrinth, you can't, yeah, 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 but yeah, um, we could. It's so the movie, <laughs> so the movie, the movie is very similar to Suspiria, like. For my money, I enjoy it more than Suspiria. Like, I know everybody loves Suspiria so much. No, this one's just so much fun. Yeah, it's super-duper fun. I mean, it's a very similar concept of, like, this girl goes to a, a school of, uh, you know, like a boarding school. 
Like Dario Argento must have had some boarding school experiences or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she has these these abilities to like control insects, and I have I've seen this. Yeah. Okay. I was like, it wasn't ringing a bell for a second. It's also called Creepers. Creep. Uh, I've seen it as creep. Yeah, yeah. I had like a. I got like some double DVD thing one time that had like Demons Two and then Creepers. Right. On it. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. I was like. But it's just so so. Um, it's just a movie that I, I, I just keep going back to because it's just it's so nutty. Like it's so unexpected. You know, so, so many of these horror movies. Like I love them so much, but like it, it just becomes set up a problem, and then like people have to fight. You know, like we got to fight Freddy or whatever. Which I love yeah. the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, but yeah. but this one like it just is so like it feels like you're in a dream. Like Donald Pleasance mm-hmm. is in it, and he's in a wheelchair, and he has this monkey that's his like his. <laughs> Compatriot or whatever. God, I gotta revisit and, um, this one, man. I just remember like fragments of this as you. I have it on Blu-ray. Yeah, <laughs> and then there's then there's this kid. I don't, I don't even remember all the plot of it, but there's a kid who like, who who's like in a corner and he turns around, and his face is all distorted, and then I think he tries fighting her, and this uh, I'll spoil it. This monkey jumps out with a fucking razor blade and like kills the dude or whatever. Nice. It's so crazy and weird. And I, um, I went to Italy a couple summers ago, and like I went to like all these like record shops, and because uh, I was like looking for some Goblin music, because yeah. I was like, I'm in Italy, like yeah. let me go get some Goblin vinyl. Yeah. And I found the Phenomena soundtrack, and I was like, Yup, that's mine. Yeah. That's mine forever. <laughs> I love that. Awesome. Movie. Yeah. Cool. All right, uh, that brings me to my number three, and my number three is. The most fun you'll ever have being scared, 1982's <laughs> Creep Show. Um, yeah. I forgot about Creep Show. God, Creep Show is just one of those that, like. HBO class. It was a. The story, well, th- how I was exposed to it is um, my mom's cousin uh, lives down in Texas and would always send us VHS movies, and now they send us Blu rays, like, for Christmas, just oh, randomly fun. and stuff. And they're always of kind of like the horror variety. So they sent. They sent my grandma. They sent my grandma Creep Show and the Twilight Zone movie, and Good they're cousins. in this, the old clamshell cases mm-hmm. and everything. So, nice. my grandma had a VCR w- before we did. So when we'd go up there, we would watch Creep Show <laughs> and the Twilight Zone movie. Me and my sister. So, um, God, it was just like blew my mind at, at the, you know at at that influential age watching that man. Mm-hmm. I probably was like seven or eight or something, you know. And like I remember, I like I wanted to be that kid in the like. Oh yeah, the, the story that tell you know yeah. I, I didn't want my dad to be an asshole like that and slap me and everything, <laughs> but I wanted his room, dude, because he had like Stephen King posters and like yeah. monsters dangling, and I was like, I this is I want I want his room, I want to be him. And one Christmas, I was like, Mom, all I want is a creep show comic book for, and I no idea that they <laughs> it really existed. And then I sure did get a creep show comic book, which was this. The Bernie Wrights and adaptation graphic novel that they did of the movie, so and I still have it to this day, and, and um, it's my favorite comic book I own in my collection for sentimental reasons and whatnot. But the art's fucking awesome in it. Mm-hmm. All the the you know dr- directed by George A. Romero, mm-hmm. the stories by Stephen King. Um, it's great, man. Creepshow two. Yeah. No. Disappointing. Disappointed. Yeah. You know, I was that was one of those like when I was a kid looking forward to a sequel so badly, and it just wasn't. Is good, and what's you only got three stories too. You know, what's your favorite segment? I know everybody has a different. Gosh, um, I don't know. As a kid, I liked uh, I liked Father's Day. I don't know why. It's just the <laughs> twisted part about ripping a head off and making it into a birthday. That's cake. my favorite for but, sure. Uh, it's so fucked up. Now it's probably the Leslie Nielsen one. Yeah, where you, they bury yeah. him and then they come back or whatever. Yeah. That one's 
That so was, fucked up. You yeah, know? I think that's my favorite. That and was like sadistic and everything. Yeah, you know? that was one of those movies that I think I, I, you know, stumbled down in the middle of the night, like when my parents were watching a movie, and I, I just I watched five minutes of it, and it like totally scarred me. It was just like, yeah. what is happening? But then the the one where Stephen King himself is Jordy Verrill and gets the meteor and yeah. turns yeah. it to the Mossman. That one's great. Too. That might that be his shining moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like his acting meteor moment. Meteor shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Meteor shit. Yeah. <laughs> So. Is acting, <laughs> and then there's the crate stories, good too. Yeah, the crate story, the great crate story. Yeah. Uh, I really like the the raft one in in two. two That's yeah. the best one in two for sure. I feel like you could make a, a, a I not that someone should, but I feel like you could make that into a, a feature film. You know, for sure. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But yeah, and then the cockroaches one's pretty fucking crazy too. At the end mm-hmm. too, so. the grand finale. So I love it. It's awesome. Number three, creep show. Great, great pick all right so, so number two number twos um i'm gonna i'm gonna hit your 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 uh john carpenter do it uh, one so number nine number two is the thing that was yeah, it yeah there we uh, go. john carpenter keeping with a little bit of the mainstream those out there um yeah this is just you know it's a great gory horror no hope uh scary fantastic film yeah, the the special effects are groundbreaking. Yeah, still yeah. to still this day. Still. Like and the the work that they had to do, you know, I was watching like this little YouTube documentary about the making of all the the creature effects, and it just mm-hmm. said like how hard those guys had to work, like you know, twelve hour days just to make this thing, you know, just to make these things go, and and amazingly, like, you know, how much they had some to of it like was like stop motion or something. It looks like you know. I don't know. Yeah, it it's looks like that. Real a lot of it was just yeah. or puppets. Yeah, yeah it's just puppets. puppets. Yeah. yeah, a lot of it was puppets. Yeah, right. But yeah. weird, like backwards photography or something. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, all mm-hmm. kinds of crazy. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, which was you know, it's, it's an interesting story. Uh, how I think I might have talked about it on a previous podcast about the the journey of, of the movie, how it came from. The, it was a remake of an earlier yeah, film, we, we and then it was that remakes, was a remake so. of a, of a yeah. story, which was a remake of another story. You know, and so just kind of like I like I like that idea too of this this. The journey of this story that that's kept on being told. Aren't re- they watching re- the thing that fell to earth in Halloween? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. There's a little Easter. I threw a little homage in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. late, you know, not knowing that later on he'd go. Mm-hmm. So he must have fucking and loved that movie. I wonder if it, it was also like one of those first films which people didn't even notice, but I think now it's it's everywhere with one of those. Uh, you don't exactly know what's going to happen. The ending is left. Um, oh, ambiguous. Yeah, it's an ambiguous ending. But no one paid attention to that because no one paid attention to the thing when it came out. But now I think ambiguous endings are, you know, that's kind of the, the, the hot thing to do. You know, it's you know, like a lot, a lot of filmmakers like doing Stranger ambiguous things. things. Sure, <laughs> sure. But you know, obviously the thing I think was, you know, obviously, you know. I feel like part of it, the down. I feel like I read like part of the downfall of it was that like, like ET had come out. ET had come out. Yeah. So people were like, "We like aliens. Why are you doing this?" <laughs> Yeah, fucking Spielberg. The complete opposite yeah. of ET. And really. the reviews were just, you know, the, they just completely hacked it up. I mean, uh, Roger Ebert was famous for going back and re-reviewing it because his first review he was sickened by because he would like the effects. Is like he's like, this is gross. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And then he went back and watched. And he's like, okay, I wasn't being fair, and this is a great film now, and I'm sorry that I gave it. You know, I, I like said it was the worst movie ever, and that that's not true. I feel like that movie stood out in like '85 or whenever it came out as like surprisingly grim like I don't think movies had been that grim yet like right. they've been that grim since well I think yeah. it was it was also like a, a metaphor for the whole Cold War you know mentality of you know we're just going to end up you know in this nuclear winter anyway so this is how it's going to end and you know that's 
that's that's that's humanity for you. So. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. The yeah. thing. Definitely, if you've never seen the thing, that's you got. It's worth watching. It's essential. Sure. Essential. Yeah. Essential. Not just not just essential '80s horror, but essential horror. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Essential film. Essential yeah. film. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kurt. Um, so two. my number two was brain damage, the Frank Henenlotter puppet uh, drug <laughs> kill film. But since that already got covered, I'm going to talk about something else that I okay. was an honorable mention. It gets bumped back up onto the list. All right. Uh, that is the um, the classic punk rock film, Return of the Living Dead. Oh nice. man, was I still your? Thunder? It's on my list stuff now. Shit, yeah, I'm sorry. My, no, no, no. Let's talk uh, about it, man. I think it's fucking fun as fuck. Yeah. Like straight up from the start of them being in the. The laboratory, not the laboratory, the warehouse where they're selling uh, hospital supply shit. Right. The movie's yeah. just so Let's stupid. just talk about it. it's my number two. All right. <laughs> All right. Are we on number two? Yeah, we we're on number together? two. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. talk together. So, nice. um, yeah, none more 80s, dude, as well. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, what's funny is it's kind of like rewatching it now. I, I bought the Blu ray like a couple months ago. And, um, it's really, it's campy as hell. But mm-hmm. I, as a kid, there was a, a few scenes that scared the shit out of me in this movie. One being when they first, when they're in that, like, medical lab and that, like, bald zombie. Tarman? Yeah. yeah. No, 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 not Tarman. The, like, kind of yellow-looking dude comes to life that they end up having to cut into all the pieces or whatever. yeah. He was scary as shit. And the half-dog barking scared Mm -hmm. the shit out of me as well. And the half lady that they say that they pull oh, through yeah. and like strap her down, and she's just talking about it hurts to be dead and like scared <laughs> the shit out of me as a kid. Like, it, but also like on the other side of that, being however young I was and seeing that movie and hearing the line "send more cops," like, yeah, I don't think yeah. I'd ever laugh more to horror. Yeah, yeah. So that, like right after That's we just like been scared line. shitless yeah. by that half a woman yeah. saying the pain, <laughs> yeah. some guy gets on a fucking microphone and says like, "send more cops." Yeah, yeah. The it's sequel's totally good too. Yeah, it's totally, um, it's just insane. That was the best T-shirt I saw at San Diego Comic Con when I went. I went one in time. One it's and like done. Like 1985, right yeah. in the middle of the 80s. You know, like none more 80s. I feel you know. Somebody had a T-shirt that said "More Cops," and I just burst out laughing. Oh, that's, that's, that's great. Awesome. I would wear that shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then don't don't they do? Don't they say "Send More Paramedics" too? In the sequel. Ah, there you go. Which I think is great. The way that the sequel, like, takes all the jokes of the first one and just heightens them, I think is just one of the funniest ways I've seen anyone do a sequel. Like, the fact that those two guys return and they're like, wait, this has happened to us before. (laughs) We're dying again. Uh, well, it's funny because it's like like Dawn of the Dead is the official sequel to Night yeah, of the Living Dead. Yeah, but this yeah. is like the unofficial because well, you know it's it's right. that that's that's interesting. That's interesting. The point though, because isn't it like they this uh, George Romero and the guy who wrote Night of the Living yeah, Dead they yeah. they split off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got to keep the name Living Dead. And so he, so yeah, that's he why wrote, he, he that, wrote, oh, yeah. Return of the Living Dead. Return of the yeah. Living Dead. So basically, he got to keep that. You know, like we're gonna make our movies. You make your movies, but I get to keep the name Living Dead, and all my movies can be called Living Dead. And so that was his. This cool. is this is my sequel. Yeah, and they and you they make re- your sequel, so it's kind of like this sort of you know the splitting off. Yeah, know, and they, these they two. reference it. You know, he mm-hmm. goes, "Have you ever seen Night of the Living Dead?" He's like, "Yeah." He's yeah. like, "Well, that was real." You know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting story about how these two guys like just couldn't get along, and you know, like they they had yeah. to break apart and basically create these two different timelines. Yeah. They're of, both of, great uh, in their own, you know, zombie movies, zombie way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Sorry for stealing your thunder, but I liked co doing that one. Yeah, high five. Yeah. Nice. All right, we're throwing it to Josh for number two. <laughs> All right, so speaking of Fred Decker, I'm going to go with uh, Night of the Creeps. Oh, yes. Um, directed by Fred Decker and written by Fred Decker. Um, so Night of the Creeps is, 
I mean, it's kind of an amalgamation of so many different types of horror movies. It's like it starts out where but it, is it started like it's like a like a space thing, like a little creature. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a fifties. Yeah, like a fifties thing, and then a meteor falls to. Yeah, like this meteor falls to space wall or, or falls from space wall uh, as a couple oh, making yeah. out on lovers lane. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, I think a guy gets infected and turns into this fucking like hatchet murderer, and then he gets frozen, and then like we get we fast forward into the eighties where it's like a group of kids, you know, in school. Prom, and, like, right? Yeah. <laughs> and. Um, so it's like perfect. It's perfect in so many ways. Um, you know, it's funny because I, uh, in the early days of Facebook, I added Fred Decker as a Facebook friend, and then I like messaged him, or maybe it's in like, might have been like um, MySpace, MySpace time. But I messaged him and was like, was like, hey, you know, like um, the movie, uh, frick, what's the movie with the killer slugs? Um, Slither. 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 Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Totally blanked on it, but I was like, hey, you know, I'm like. Um, he totally ripped you, you know, James Gunn totally ripped you off on Slither, and he's like, well, there sure were some similarities, and he never, <laughs> yeah. he never really uh, mentioned it. He never really apologized or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, and I also had mentioned, um, like, how similar um, just the tone of Buffy the Vampire Slayer was, and he's like, yeah, you know, Joss mm. was really inspired me, and uh, he's <laughs> never really mentioned that. <laughs> so I feel like he's kind of sour about it. But um, yeah. but yeah, Night of the Creeps, it's just, you know, I mean, again, it's this, like, perfect amalgamation of everything. Like, um, you know, it's it's so campy. I mean, like every I think on the campus, like there's like a Romero Hall and like a carpent Professor Carpenter, something like that. Like <laughs> right. it's so meta. There's yeah. like a bathroom scrawl that says like Monster Squad rules. Right. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, Isn't the main character or the main like hero is like the Rusty from European Vacation? Yeah. That yeah. ginger dude. Yeah. 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 He's like the main dude. Yeah. That movie also has one of my other favorite lines in horror, and I used to have a t-shirt that said it, that said, uh, I got some good news and some bad news. The good news <laughs> is your dates are here, and the bad news is they're, they're dead. dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the tagline for the movie, too, I think. <laughs> and then there's the whole scene with Tom, with Tom Atkins um, and the oh kid. God, like, he's in that, too, huh? Yeah, he's so amazing. Um, I almost want to try and find, find the scene or whatever. Um, but it's like... Because the whole thing is like, was it Tom Atkins? He has this dark secret, and then he finally reveals it. Um, it's it's so. Oh, yeah, good. What is it? Yeah. Um, let me see if I can pull Spoiler it up. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. But it's. I think it's that his. I think. Oh, it's like a three-minute scene, but maybe we can. I do remember like the scene like in the bathroom when the slugs are like crawling all over the place. And... classic spanky. Oh, here we go. So Tom, so first off, Tom Atkins is like meeting up with this kid. Like Tom Atkins is this grizzled old dude and like, I don't know what, and he's like pours two things of uh, whiskey. Tell me something, spanky. Do you have a high school sweetheart? Maybe. Well, uh, whatever happened to her? Well, I blew it. She decided we didn't ever need to talk again and went on with her life, I guess. Why? I had a high school, sweetheart. So? What happened to her? I blew it. She decided we didn't ever need to talk again. This will be worth it. Me? I, uh, I became a cop. I've been a rookie about two weeks. We got the call. Highway Patrol, they, uh, Saw a car on the side of the road. They called it in. We responded. It was a couple. 
Guy's body was in the woods 20 yards from the car. My partner found him. I found the girl. I found her in the car. And on the road. <laughs> and in the woods. Your high school sweetheart went on with her life. I got hacked up by a nutcase with an axe. Anyway, it goes on from there. It's so, so funny. He's just such a good actor. <laughs> Yeah, he's the, he's the dad in Creepshow slapping his kid for slapping reading kid the horror him. comics. Too. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's just such a it's a perfect Tom movie. I, that's one that's one that I watch every year. I think. Awesome. Anyway, there we go. Sorry for the long No, that's, <laughs> that's cool. Deep cuts here. Um, all right. So that brings us to our our number one number right? one round. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, all right. So my number one is probably also very well known as I'm keeping with that uh, theme here my list and my number one is david cronenberg's the fly sweet oh, nice. um, so good still Damn, i forgot about that. creeps me, <laughs> me out to this day uh just i think you know the the overall i guess grossness of it um yeah. i think it's just it's just a masterful movie um and i think it has a lot to, I, I think what cronenberg was trying to say in the movie and i think this is interesting he's talking about I don't know. For, for me it was it felt like he was talking about not just okay like I'm going to do this movie about this guy who turns into a fly but it's more about talking about aging or disease in itself, you know, like how we react to it, you know, as, as a, you know, men, how men react to aging and or just, you know, getting older and and or any kind of disease that, that someone might have and stuff. And so that's kind of what I think Phil the metaphor was for me. But anyway, um, this was just a fantastic horror. I saw it in the movie theaters. Uh, my mom took me <laughs> and yeah, I was scarred for a long oh, time. <laughs> Yeah, I remember. She's never made it up to me either. So I remember. It, yeah, it was one of those that was on HBO and Cinemax a lot when we in the eighties and we had it. And yeah, it's fucking gross. It makes sense that it was on Cinemax though, because yeah, yeah. it's also really sexy. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, it's well, it is, but it's 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 a it's a weird kind of sexy though, because I mean. But aren't you guys a weird kind of sexy? <laughs> That's <laughs> It's a sexy I can relate to. You know, yeah. right? Yeah, fucked yeah. up shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't know because you have like I mean yeah because it's it's obviously like it's about like libido and again I think it goes about back to like you know what does it mean to be a man and what does it mean to be a man that gets older and these kinds of things and so I don't know it's just it's it's a fantastic movie and I enjoy it immensely I, you know yeah the practical makeup effects are top notch in that one as well just mm-hmm. unequaled really I mean I feel like what else can you say I feel like that's like the je- the best Jeff Goldblum performance yeah maybe. oh yeah for sure born he was born to make yeah he was, he was bo- yeah. born to be in that movie yeah and that's born to be the fly and that's that's yeah that's that's his uh he'll never do better than that i feel like the trilogy of the fly and the thing and the late 70s invasion of the body snatchers too are these three like well where the fuck did they get that movie out of the remake mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's oh, right. nothing like their. i mean invasion kind of is but it's they're all so like bold choices I see what you're saying yeah because it's like in the 50s the, the movies came out and they were like oh there's these kind of schlocky films but they've kind of held up because people remember them for nostalgia reason and then the 80s it's like they really they peaked and then like in the 90s or the you know the aughts they, they just, did remakes but it was like cowardly versions yeah they're really crappy and shitty so it's, it's, it's kind of an interesting it's point like, let's put Eric Christian Olsen in the, the thing yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah. he was great in Dumb and Dumber <laughs> <laughs> so yeah The Fly good choice alright so my number one I like genuinely hope that 
uh, you guys also picked this um, because I feel like it's the greatest horror movie of all time, and I'm astonished that no one has said it yet, and I have it fucking tattooed on my arm. But uh, <laughs> Evil Dead Two. Oh yeah, uh, it's in my. I knew someone mentions. else would. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I had a feeling it would, uh, it would appear. I got it on my arm. I'm gonna show it off, yeah, even though I don't need to, because this is a podcast. This is great for podcasts. Uh, oh, it's just, a, it's just a big dick. It's weird. <laughs> well, yeah. There's that big dick <laughs> scene. Oh, there. oh, never the deleted mind. scenes. Remember? Uh, this, is what I was, this is what I was talking about when I was saying like this was a hard list to do, and it was just you know I just made a list and was gonna pick off ones that I you yeah know. I mean <laughs> and that was on top five worthy for sure yeah I that's like, I think that's, that's my number one movie of all time that I love yeah I, <laughs> I just I took it off the list because I was just a you know, I feel like it's kind of a hacky move to put it on your list. Just I mean, I feel like it's funny. <laughs> I knew someone else would do it, so I could chime in. I think in that, like, so. Josh and I really bonded when we first met, uh, like, our obsession with, like, horror and comedy and, right. and the combination. And I don't think that there's ever been a – like, and so, like I, when I saw that movie – because that movie came out the year I was born. Mm-hmm. So, like, I saw that movie as soon as I could. And, mm-hmm. like, I feel like the rest of my life has been formed by it. Yeah. Like, it's the first one I saw because my dad was like, the first one's too scary. It is. So he yeah, shows me people dead too. And is, then yeah. Army of Darkness because whatever. <laughs> uh, but, like, it just formed me as a person. Like, oh, absolutely. ever since that moment, I've been, like, horror and comedy combined into one is everything in the universe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know... The, the hand and the laughing fucking deer and every fucking moment. Even yeah. like even though that show isn't very good, I love it because mm, it's that's a hot take. me living yeah. that moment again, getting a little bit more ash and just living in it. Like yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know, it just I'm glad that you guys didn't put it because yeah. it yeah, is kind of hacky. But like you got, no, I'm, you got, jo- I'm no, joking. You got no, no, I, no, I don't give a shit. It's, it's like, the first movie I wrote down on the list. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you I started j- my list, it was I wrote Evil Dead Two. Yeah, you know. That movie so much like justified all my interests at once. Where it's like, where I'm like, I love the Three Stooges, and there's Three Stooges <laughs> stuff in it, and I love fucking ghosts, and I love medieval stuff, and like it's you know all the, like, and yeah, it's it's so amazing. It's just it, it is scary, but it's so like and just, so much cool like just camera techniques. And yeah, like it, the filmmaking in it as well too. Motherfucker not, peaked. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah, for sure. Hey, what about that baseball movie he made? <laughs> yeah, um, Evil Dead too, man. Yeah, that's that's that is the best. What I didn't see your tattoo. It was you're on the other side. It's, Somebody said they it's haven't the seen Evil Dead two yet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Skull. That's so good. Yet, yet. Evil Dead two. I've seen get? I've seen Army of Darkness though. Yeah. All right. I sat my wife down like like two months in it. I was like, no, this is the one you have to watch. Oh like, yeah. You don't have to watch other horror movies. Like, I'm not going to force you. But I was like, if you want to understand who I am as a person, watch Evil Dead. <laughs> right. And she loved it. So we got married. But. That's great. There you go. All right. Um, Josh is. All right. I'm going to go. Number one. So number one for me is uh, Monster Squad. Oh, nice. On my own um, mentions, too. Again, again with the Fred Decker tip or whatever. Full but Fred Decker. Full Fred, full Fred yeah. Decker. <laughs> you got three Decker. Full it's a full Decker. Upper Decker. Chris, you got to tweet, tweet this one to Fred Decker. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, no, Still not friends be- on MySpace. Yeah, <laughs> well, because all my yeah shit talking on uh, James Gunn or whatever. Um, but this this is one of those movies. Like I made my own uh, Monster Squad like ID card nice. for myself. Like nice. I feel like I was all alone and loving it. Like I don't know if I knew other kids that loved it. Um, but again, it like it just it had everything that I loved. It was like it was like a Ghostbuster Ghostbusters mm-hmm. movie that I could you know enjoy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I, mean well. I enjoyed mm-hmm. Ghostbusters as well. Um, which that should probably be on the list. Um, sure. But, um, you know, I mean, it was go- like it was more Goonies. It, 
yeah. than Goonies to me. It was like, yeah. that's, this is the world that I actually wanted to live in. Yeah. I mean, I, I wanted care. to be those kids, too. I wanted, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted a shirt that says Stephen King rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it to- it totally holds up. And, um, you know, it, it, for me, it bridged that gap between, you know, the Universal Monsters yeah. and, and then whatever is next to come, you know? Yeah. So that just... Do you yeah. guys do you guys know what's next? It was too bad that it didn't no. it didn't do as well as it should have when it first came out. It didn't do like the it wasn't the Goonies, you know, which it yeah. should have right. been, yeah. you know, when it came out. Um, so I just want to talk about this just because it's been on my radar and it's amazing. So right now they're making a new Mummy. Oh right, with yeah. Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the start that. of a new franchise. Yeah, which is basically Monster Squad. Oh, okay. But it's like all of the Universal monster mo- monsters are coming together uh-huh. for one. Battle. It's like the Avengers. Yeah, I was like, it's this like is the phase, Avengers. Phase one. <laughs> the yeah. Avengers version of Monster Squad. Marvels. Yeah. Like uh, in the trailer for the Mummy, Russell Crowe is like, "Oh, hello, Doctor Jekyll," or "Hello, Miss Doctor Hyde." Oh, jeez. Uh, or whatever it is, and it's yeah. like it's straight up. I think that like secret. I'm gonna spoil it right here, right now. I think that <laughs> Tom Cruise as the Mummy is going to eventually become the Van Helsing esque character. Because you don't put Tom fucking Cruise in The Mummy and don't have him be in the rest of the franchise. Exactly. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it'll be Monster Squad for people that aren't interesting uh, as 80s children and <laughs> instead are grown up on yeah. giant... I, th- I thought they had this like awesome idea but didn't realize that they saw Monster Squad like many years ago and just repressed it. You know, like, oh, I got this cool idea. Right. They're going to fight all these monsters. <laughs> and someone was probably like, Monster Squad, and then that person got fired. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Right on. Wolfman right. has nards, man. Wolfman has nards. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, my number one is 1984's Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Oh, it's one of my favorite horror movies Sweet. of all time. Another one, I, I I saw this over at a friend's house, and um, God, it blew my mind and scared the shit out of me, and was the coolest thing I'd ever seen at that point, you know? Um, I do, re- like, literally after a week after seeing it, I slept on the edge of my bed because I was afraid that if I was in the middle of the bed, <laughs> oh, I was yeah. getting pulled in like Johnny Depp and <laughs> going to just end up in a pool of blood shot all over. But um, there's so many great moments in it. I mean, it's a different Freddy than what Freddy later evolves into in the, you know, sequels and stuff. I mean, I thought about putting Nightmare 3 on here, too, because mm-hmm. that's a great one, too. But mm-hmm. I'm going to just stick with the, Nightmare the first the dream one. Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. Okay. Yeah, but Nightmare 1 with, you know, Wes Craven. I mean, Freddy's scary, genuinely scary in it, man. There's those, like, just weird parts where, you know, like, Tina, this is God. He cuts off his fingers right. and shoots, like, and the part in the alley with his, like, super long arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Great effects, just some yeah. strange, abstract, like, just, I don't know, fear. Uh, it's such a good original it's fucking a good idea. idea. Yes, And exactly. the fact that you could battle him with not being afraid of him mm-hmm. is, like, so fucking brilliant and original. Like, yeah, I know it was inspired by an actual dream of Wes Craven's. Like he had right. a nightmare, and this is like, man, like the things I would do to be able to pull out ideas like that. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. And he I made like four movies that year, like three or four movies. Yeah. He directed. Oh, really? It's like some weird thing I read. Like that was just like him being like, oh yeah, we'll throw that one in too. Like yeah. in the course mm-hmm. of one year, mm-hmm. he had like three or four movies. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Did you ever see the documentary The Nightmare? Uh, is that the one we were just talking about? The like. Super long Freddy. No, no, no. So there's this document called The Nightmare that's about um, sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. Yeah, oh, I, I heard nightmares. about that. Yeah, I heard it's, it's, it's great. It's fantastic. But um, it's interesting because 
one of the things that happens in sleep paralysis is like a lot of times you'll see someone with a with a hat, a big hat. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting how hmm. I mean like Freddy kind of comes out of that. Sure. And then after like once you watch that documentary, like every episode of the X-Files makes complete sense as just like, oh no, that's sleep paralysis. <laughs> I'm petrified to watch that movie because I've had sleep paralysis. Oh yeah. And I know that like it'll trigger it. And I know that it'll trigger it. And I'm like, I'm not in a place right now to get mm. sleep paralysis triggered <laughs> on me. But I like want to see it so bad. It's good, yeah. <laughs> Wow. Stuff. I'll just definitely check that out. But interesting thing, I know a lot, a lot of people's criticism of that is the ending, the yeah. ending of Nightmare. Because it turns oh, into Home Alone. Yeah, it's all, it was all a dream. It's and all then. a dream, yeah. But um, uh, a few days before Christmas, cool. I ended up watching, finally watching Krampus. I've never seen it. Uh-huh. And they totally, that ending is the same thing, man. Yeah. And the whole thing, the kid's like, I'm not afraid of you anymore, or whatever, to uh-huh. defeat the, like, Krampus, you know. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, it was all a dream, you know, same same thing, but... Was it? There's a twist, you know. <laughs> so like, they totally ripped the nightmare ending for that one too. So, well, just throwing that out there. That's a good number one, though. Yeah, that's, that's my number one. And I was Cap just it. looking at my list here, man. All my, all five movies spawned like multiple sequels oh, for sure. on on my list here. Yeah, like, of course, so of course. That all didn't make the list. So okay. Should we uh, um, do some quick honorable mentions? Yeah, let's hit honorable right. mentions. I'll just do a quick list here. Yeah. Um, so my honorable mentions are The Shining, um, Day of the Dead, They Late They Live, mm-hmm. Fright Night, uh, Videodrome, Return of the Living Dead, and Pet Cemetery. Oh shit, Pet Cemetery! I thought about Shining too. It's 1980, but it just feels like a 70s it movie to me. Totally. You know. No, it was maybe it was But it's fucking great. Well, the cameras yeah. rolled in yeah, the yeah, 70s. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think Alien feels like an 80s movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I would put Alien on, on – I would have done that. But it's 79. But 79, yeah. So yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I, I didn't write down any honorable mentions because this was, like, way too much fucking pressure. Yeah. But, like, there's one that I'm going to, like, just throw in there because I fucking love it. And it hasn't been mentioned because you guys covered a lot of them. Monster mm-hmm. Squad and Nightmare on Elm Street and Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah, it's yeah. fucking awesome. I think yeah. that, like, they were like, make a sequel, make a sequel. And Toby Hooper's like, I'll make a fucking yeah, yeah, sequel. Yeah, yeah. And he just went as fucking bonkers. And that scene in the fucking, uh, sorry, I'm not actually pitching this one. Text Chainsaw Massacre 2. <laughs> <laughs> not pitching it. Cool. Well, we, t- we hit that when we did our Canon Films episode, That's true. too. That's so true. We, we did. We did. We did. We yeah, we got Chainsaw 2 for sure. There was, um, yeah, there, there was one movie called Dead Heat that I was going to try and throw in there somewhere. That sounds familiar. That has um, so has Joe Piscopo in it. Yeah, where he, he's like a zombie, right? Yeah, yeah. zombie he comes back. Yeah, he comes back to life. Oh, I used to love watching that. It was like, come on, like late night, like USA or HBO. <laughs> it's really weird. It's a weird movie. But yeah. the monsters in it, like the That's bad guy monsters movie. are really cool. Mm-hmm. And Vincent Price is in it. And mm-hmm. It's pretty fucking good awesome. special effects, too. For yeah. Kind of like a B movie, basically. You know? It's super homophobic, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I think Treat Williams is the one who dies, and then he comes back, and they have to put makeup on him, and then he just keeps, like, you can't even tell that he has makeup, but they keep making fun of him as like, oh, all right, sweetheart, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so Joe Piscopo is the worst. <laughs> nice. But that's the other movie that whenever somebody says like, oh, what would you remake? Dead I'm heat. like Dead Heat. Dead Heat. Dead okay. Heat. Cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, red Heat. Critters. That's mine. Oh yeah. Critters. Sure. Yeah. There Critters. You go. Um, every all the rest of them we all hit on at some point. The uh, Friday the Thirteenth Four and Six. You know. Yeah. Probably my favorite sequels from that franchise. Um, Have you seen the music video for for uh, Wolfie's Just Fine for a song called A New Beginning? <laughs> no. Have you heard of this? No. This is this is my recommendation for the week or whatever. All right. Uh, check it out. Wolfie's Just Fine. A New Beginning. It's the this the singer is this guy 
the guy who plays Taco on the on the league. Oh, okay. Oh, that guy. But okay. it, what you 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 made me think of it uh, when you're talking about watching uh, Nightmare on Elm Street as a kid. It's the music. Vi- the song is about a kid watching um, Friday the Thirteenth: A New Beginning, <laughs> so, like with his friend. Just that one. Yeah, yeah. that one exactly. <laughs> but it's like as he's watching it, then it cuts in, and the kid is then in the scene, mm, and cool. it's like so. It like makes it gives me goosebumps even thinking about it. Like it's Damn. It, it, it's really really sweet. Sounds like an awesome I idea. It's really beautiful. Anyway, and other honorable mention. I the one I bumped from my number five was, it's not really a horror movie, but I kind of feel the same way Josh feels about um, Monster Squad is uh, 1985's Teen Wolf. Oh, sure. <laughs> just you know, like I just remember seeing it in the theater and just I loved everything about it, man. I mean, it's like a coming of age comedy. Sure. But he's a fucking werewolf, you know. Plays basketball. Style. Plays hoops. And, yeah, <laughs> and, like, and surfs on the top of a van and shit. In oh. Teen Wolf 2, there's four montages in a row. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it's just like a montage, and then they're like, but what about that? Another montage. <laughs> totally, I know. Third montage. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm ready for the day. It's mo- I just montage. recently finally saw where What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, yeah. And uh, me and the wife were eating... Um, Panda Express the other day, and I told her, I was like, you are eating worms or whatever. And then <laughs> it made me think of Lost Boys, so oh, yeah. just thought we'd mention Fuck. that, Lost too. Boys, you know, yeah. Lost, yeah. Lost Boys. So Yeah, that movie wrecked me as a kid. <laughs> yeah. The only category where there's 9,000 good options. Uh, is that the first yeah. appearance of the sexy sax man? I think it is. <laughs> what? The sexy oh, yeah. sax guy. Lost oh, yeah. He's yeah, awesome. Lost Boys. He's on the beach. Oh, man. When they have the bonfire on the beach. Yeah. God. I got to watch that again. <laughs> the He's the best. All right, so our low five All right, yeah. is a uh, movie, or I guess VHS boxes when you were in the video store that you would run by because you didn't want to see them because they would scare you. Yeah. Because they were too scary to look at. Yeah. Well, and I don't know if it, we ran. Well, maybe, I don't know. I did. I did. I ran yeah. away from them. All right. That's cool. So uh, I'll start off again. All right, uh, cool. My number five is a, uh, going back to Wes Craven, uh, The Serpent and the Rainbow. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this was a creepy... By the way, listeners, fire up your Google images yeah, right about Google. now. Serpent and the, serpent, the Serpent and the Rainbow. Um, basically, this this box... Uh, oh, sorry, the cover is... Um, the uh, It's a picture of Bill Pullman being buried alive. And yeah. he's got, like... He's caked in, like, white makeup. Yeah, and he's, like, trying with, you know, in vain to, like, hold hold on to the, the, the coffin lid as it's being closed on his face. And, uh, yeah, that terrified me. And I finally, like, I couldn't even watch that movie until I was way older because that mm-hmm. box scared me so much. So, uh, yeah. And it was a good movie, too. I enjoyed it. It is a good movie. Yeah. He's an anthropologist that goes to Haiti to, stub- to study uh, voodoo. Ah, cool. Or something. <laughs> something like that drug. There's, like, drug you references nice. in it, too. So. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the VHS movie that used to fuck me up. I'd have to run by it. scared the shit out of me. Like, it popped out of the shelves as Child's Play. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I was just nice. a young nice. boy, and there was a doll, and it like it's like the starkness of. Yeah, we no one mentioned Child's Play even either. Another, yeah, I mean, another one. Yeah. I mean, the third one's the best one. Yeah. Uh, or the second one's the best one. Which one ends at the Toy Factory? The, the first one? No. Um, what do you think? I don't know. No, three's military. Three's the two. boarding school. Child's right? Play two. That's the dope yeah, one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it just scared the shit out of me, man. Ch- there was something about Chucky, and I love that. Like as I grew up and eventually saw it, I'm like, oh, he's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh-huh. Not then. Yeah, I got to, I got to hang out with Tom Holland, at a, who directed that, and Fright Night, which would also need to go on the list somewhere. Yeah, um, which is pretty amazing. Oh yeah, Fright Night. That was a yeah. honorable mention here. Too. The Child's Play wrecked though. me. Mm-hmm. That was definitely. Uh, I'm gonna go with as a, as a VHS cover that freaked me out was Sleepaway Camp Two, 
because the girl had a backpack that had <laughs> all of the yeah <laughs> yeah had like the hockey mask, the hockey mask the and the glove, glove, glove yeah. and the chainsaw yeah the where chainsaw, I was like yeah. this is this movie looks like shit but I bet <laughs> it's gonna be super scary yeah and it's not that great yeah <laughs> I'm gonna actually readjust my list here and I'm gonna move Sleepaway Camp 1 down to my number 5 cause it, that's a great fucking box cover art man and it's kind of it's just this knife Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. stabbing a fucking like a kid's shoe, and oh, it's like blood yeah. dripping oh, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like I remember seeing that one as a kid, being like, "Damn, that looks scary." And and movie's s- not so scary; it's just fucking weird. S- uh, spoiler <laughs> alert: that cover's very phallic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a, there was a big metaphor going on right yeah. there. Not very subtle, for sure. Oh. Um, if, if you've seen the ending of that fucking movie, but yeah, I'll, I'll go with number five. Mine is Sleepaway Camp One. The, the bloody shoe and the phallic knife cool. piercing. All right, my next one is um, uh, Evil Dead. Pretty simple, Evil Dead Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, always creepy, you know. Kurt's I think, arm, I think man. Kurt's, Kurt's on. It's on Kurt's arm, <laughs> and I think what what makes it like real unsettling is that not just. I mean, obviously the the eyeballs in the skull, yeah. sitting in the skull, but it's the sideways glance. That's I think the key in that in that art it's the sideways glance because it's not just like straight on where that would be kind of freaky but the fact that it's like it's taking notice of you and i like that kind of like idea of like it's 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 seeing you out of the corner of its eye now it's turning to look at you just before it's turning to look at you i always took that skull with that sideways glance was like hey you like that joke i just made <laughs> right. or is that, that would be so funny or like, that's yeah. that like, <laughs> like a knowing glance yeah. like Dope, right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's and that's what it becomes it a, when it you watch the movie. It becomes like an inside joke. In the skull, man. Like, mm-hmm. Return of the Living Dead, too. Like yeah. those, those yeah. fucking skulls had eyeballs and shit, too. All right, that's a good one. Uh, my number four is um, Ch- Child's Play Two because <laughs> it fucked me up, dude. Sorry, that peaked. Uh, all that movie, like it's Chucky with the fucking uh, Jack in the Box, and he's got the big scissors. Shears. I remember yeah. being in Stop and Shop. There was a video store in my Stop and Shop, and I'd have to run by. Chucky fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna go for my, my number four is uh, Monkey Shines, mm. which is just. Which I, I've never seen the movie, and I—it's like a George Romero one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's just a little monkey toy with teeth and a, a razor blade that has blood on it. Again, that's my second monkey with a razor blade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, I'm a ter- I'm terrified a of monkeys. Phobia, razor blade. For sure. Yeah. Um, my number four. Fire this Google image up, man. Uh, we talked about this on our Canon films also, and it's uh, the Company of Wolves. Oh, bastard! And it has that. That's, that's on my list. You it just has that. Yeah, stole me. So we'll bump it down and let's talk about it. All right. Um, All but right. yeah, All it, right. it has this like wolf literally coming it's out. It's a wolf of, snout coming out of a coming dude's out of the mouth. dude's mouth. Shit! Yeah. Like, and when you flipped over the box too, it showed the picture. The image on the back was like this. I've never seen the movie actually, but the it's like. Person Neil with Jordan. their like hand that's like like bloody skeleton hand, yeah. like, looking at it like in terror and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, and it looks like it looks extremely shit. painful for the guy for this dog snout to be coming out of his mouth. I mean, it's yeah. just completely just like you know, mouth completely like wide open. Yeah, and company of wolves. That's a terrifying photo. The shit out of me. Yeah. So movies, yeah, it's it's got some gory scenes, but it's really slow and boring. That's my number yeah. four. Well, that was my number two. So right. I will go talk about my number three. All right, cool. And my number three was the David Cronenberg movie Scanners. Oh, uh, yeah. And Sweet. I think the, the box was just the, the picture of uh, Michael Ironside just as he's starting to, like, blow up. 
and always creeping Vein out. popping out of his head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's starting to burn up, and he, you know, his, his whole body is like stretched out, and yeah. That image is just so iconic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, it is, is. Yeah, it's almost more iconic than his head blowing up. Yeah, right. yeah. There's some person on Instagram. I forget. I wish I knew what their thing is called. I would shout them out, but they do like custom. They paint VCRs with these custom. <laughs> like oh, cool. art or whatever. I'm Facebook and friends with that guy. Yeah, that guy. And he did fucking scanners for someone recently, and it's fucking amazing. It's just, nice. that, just image that image on a VCR. Of the guy like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Standing. then does stuff on the side, like seeing like scanners, cool. blah, 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 whatever. Very cool. Yep. So my number three is <laughs> Child's Play three because I just need to hit home how much it fucked me up. <laughs> okay, Charlie. You know what's funny about the Child's Play ones? Isn't that like each poster keeps getting closer and closer to his face? Yeah, it does. Yeah. And so number three is like almost like a, a close-up shot of his eyes. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, that's what's kind of interesting about <laughs> those posters. He's coming for you. Man. He's coming, Chucky, for man. Chucky, <laughs> Chucky, Chucky, Chucky to be Chucky's coming to get to you. To be six in a video store looking for cartoons and seeing that doll just fucking perma-scarred me. Uh, probably made me the freak I am, but uh, just needed to hit that home and, you know, waste <laughs> your guys' time by saying the same thing three times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Sure. Uh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know, but yeah, Tom Holland told, it's obvious, but I guess that was really based on the My Buddy dolls. Like, he originally wanted to make a movie mm. called My Buddy. <laughs> like before the before the actual like toy came out, he was going to be called My Buddy. I well, no, I think I think the toy came out and he was like, I just want to. Oh, I get it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, got and they're it. like, you you can't do that, Tom. You have to. That there's the I think called copyright. <laughs> there's a thing called copyright. Um, <laughs> We're trying to sell toys here, man. So my number three. Uh, back to Attention the movie. Oh. Join us for game day right now. Sweet. All right. We'll so uh, start that. We got to yeah, hurry up. <laughs> so my num- my number three, um, I'm going to go back to something I talked about before, which is House 2. I think House, it's just a severed floating hand with a key mm-hmm. going right to the, the to the lock or whatever. I don't know what is the deal with that poster. <laughs> it just, it, well, well, yeah, yeah and the poster for number one. one was the hand, but it was ringing the doorbell, I think. Yeah. It was yeah, the severed yeah. hand, and this one was, yeah, the key. Yeah, and, and I then guess, there's another like, version that has just, like two fingers out. But. <laughs> Like it was getting ready to block it. Right, yeah. <laughs> the, the eye poke. <laughs> but that one, for whatever reason, it was just so, like, creepy. That reminded me of the um, the scary stories of Tell in the Dark artwork oh, yeah. from yeah. the old books. You know, yeah. that, those old, like, you know, ink drawings. That's those what kind are of, awesome. That's what kind of those, those the, the house, too, what those reminded me of, too. Yeah, the severed hand. Mm-hmm. Okay, my number three is the stuff. <laughs> the box cover had the like fridge cracked open and it was like the ooze but the people were like literally like stuck in it or something getting eaten like zombie looking oh my the, the box art is pretty scary and that movie I watched it in the, like maybe two years ago and it's mm-hmm. not scary at all oh no. it's so good though but um it's funny me and my sister watched that movie and it fucked her up to this day she still will not eat yogurt because of the <laughs> stuff dude <laughs> She will not eat yogurt because of the stuff. So I can't nice. believe we missed Larry Cohen completely. Yeah, like the stuff and cue the Winged serpent both. Oh right. My, uh, I mean, I thought it, I was like, I'm just gonna save it for the box art, but it's great box art, man. The, the original stuff, because later they did a different box art that wasn't as cool. But I'm talking the one that was on the shelf at King Supers VHS section, you know, when grocery <laughs> shopping back in the day. So. Not, cool. not to not, not to make this podcast too long, but the stuff has one of my favorite moments of all time, uh, where Garrett Morris is in the like. So Garrett Morris like kind of disappears halfway through the movie, and then he sort of shows up towards the end, <laughs> and you get the sense that like maybe he just like went on a bender or he just disappeared or something. Right. But he shows up, and they're like, "Hey, where'd you where'd you go?" And he's like, "You guys got an hour?" 
or something? And they're like, not really. And he's like, all right then. And then they just keep going. <laughs> like I always, I whenever I'm writing, what? A, yeah, whenever I'm like writing a, a screenplay, like I always like just want to fit that. It like I feel like that should be like a there's a there's a comic book one shot waiting for that to happen. Like, oh, what, what, what happened? happened? What yeah. happened in his, in his hour? Or yeah, like? exactly. But it's just so, like. Because that's all the audience – the audience doesn't need every all the everything sewed up. They're just like, I don't know, just keep, keep – yeah. let the movie keep going. I just want a joke. Paul yeah. Servino <laughs> as, like, the army officer. It's just <laughs> such a fucking nutty movie, man. Cool. So I think we're on two now? Uh, yeah. Okay, we're, so we're we, we, we talked about my number two, which was yeah. Company of Wolves. Yeah. So we can we can skip to Kurt. Yeah. Cool. Um, Curse uh, – Bride of Chucky. No, yeah, Bride no, of Chucky. No, I was an adult. Son of Chucky. I was an adult by then. Come on, guys. Uh, get Charles, with Charles it. Play remake. Charles, that movie sucked. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, – it was a pretty fucked up box cover. And I don't even know when I saw it, but I remember it like – I don't know if my reaction was, ooh, I'm scared or ooh, I need to see this because it's that fucked up. But it's the Street Trash cover. Oh, yeah. Uh, where street the trash. guy – it's a movie about the these bums get this liquor that makes them melt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm and, Googling it right now. And it now. is as vile of a movie as you can get. It's so gross. And the cover oh, is just God, this yeah, guy in this yellow ooze flushing himself down a toilet. Yes. Uh, worthy for garbage sure. pail kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's just gnarly. It's a gnarly movie and it's a gnarly poster. And I... God, it's way just, gnarly, dude. Yeah. So that's my video nasty pick. <laughs> Nice. That's that's. A I heard I heard a story that Brian Singer of X Men fame uh, was a PA on that movie, and he was the penis wrangler. Because <laughs> like, there's a scene where there's a, a penis flying through the air, and he that was his job. Sounds like his job. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had experience. Trivia. Um, for me, I'm gonna go like my number two has got to be Ghoulies. Um, you know the little Ghoulie. More toilet humor. Yeah. yeah. Popping out of the toilet. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, was, it was a toss-up between um, classic street trash and Julie's. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, we're so shitty. Yeah, <laughs> but that because like the they, I guess they made the poster first, or, or they, they made the movie, then they made the poster, and then they like had to reshoot that scene because that was never in the movie. Like he uh. never actually popped up out of the toilet in the movie, so they had to add it. Add it. Mm. Um, we used I mean, to have that poster in our bathroom in college. Oh, really? I would yeah. be sad if I watched it and there wasn't that yeah, scene. Cause it was what they a thought with it. Yeah. Cool image, man. It's such a cool. I mean, it's so much better than the movie. The movie's so dumb. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's all <laughs> mystical and yeah. like troll ish. Yeah, about yeah. demons. Not enough ghoulies, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> suddenly there's like also little people. Like, there's human, dwarf humans. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. it's really stupid. Yeah. But I love that poster so much. I want to marry it. <laughs> well, it was so great. All right, <laughs> my number two. My number two is like one of the. It'll get you in the end. Yeah. One <laughs> of the movies that I never, I my mom was pretty liberal about letting me watch all this shit, but <laughs> the one she would not let me watch, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So I remember like seeing that box, and it was the media. If you Google it, the media release version of it. So it had kind of has like Leatherface running. It's the woman's eyes, and then on the back cover, you just see him holding the lady with the meat hook, and it's like a painted art of the front. So, mm-hmm. like, it looks scary as shit. And mm-hmm. if my mom's not going to let me watch this one, then it must be scary as shit, you know? <laughs> so it was kind of like the forbidden fruit at the VHS, at the, uh, you know, at the video store that I... Behind the curtain. You can watch it. You can't watch that. And I don't think she's even... I don't think she ever even saw it, you know, but it's just one of those that it was infamous and... 
my uh, my dad asked my mom out to their first date to see Texas Chainsaw Massacre, <laughs> and she hates horror movies, mm-hmm. and she couldn't go. But I think that if she had went, I wouldn't be born. Yeah, I thought you were. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were conceived that night. No, and that explains I think so that much. I would not exist if uh, if Texas Chainsaw Massacre had its way. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, that awesome. I don't know that that version that particular art version was the first one I remember seeing on the shelf at like the video store mm-hmm. and um, wow, it was taboo so but of course I had to get a peek and flip it over in the back and see what what was so forbidden of it <laughs> yeah right on cool all right so this is our number ones mm-hmm. and uh, I'm gonna finish it off with uh, the classic Nightmare on Elm Street original poster box art whatever mm-hmm. uh, the painting of the you know of Nancy and the the claw and like kind of the skull face mm-hmm. I guess over mm-hmm. the over the yeah. claw mm-hmm. and uh, you know the the tagline you know if Nancy doesn't wake up or doesn't doesn't wake up screaming she won't wake up at all or something like that or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah so that was just that was always mine that I was just like you know that creeped me out to no end you know with that it's a great image. That, that poster. It's a great mm-hmm. poster. It's classic. Um, my number one uh, is uh, apropos to the season we just had, um, but it's Silent Night, Deadly Night. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just this <laughs> It's just this chimney, the and chimney? it's just like <laughs> super fucking like wonky-looking Santa hanging out of it, holding an axe, and it's just like, again, man, all my shit's like to be a child fucked up imagery, but like <laughs> yeah. seeing a Santa with an axe when you're six in a video store isn't something like... That won't stay with you forever. Mm-hmm. Right. You'll have my ox. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess, so my, mine isn't even really a, a, a cover. I don't even know what it is. I just have this vivid memory of, I think it was, a, I feel like it's a poster, like a Nightmare on Elm Street 2 poster. It must mm-hmm. be. But like, th- where it's like he's creeping out from around the corner or something like that. I think it's part two is the box cover. Yeah, yeah. It's like flames kind of and he's something, like coming I, out. Yeah. I just... When I think of scary stuff as a child, uh, all I think of is that is there's like a specific um, video store. I think it was on Federal or something. As a kid, I didn't even go inside. I just saw it looking. I looked through the glass. <laughs> like we were lining up for some sort of like Easter egg hunt or something. I remember as a kid. And while we're lining up for something, I looked in and I, d- I saw it like on a door. <laughs> and I looked in and it's it's always terrified me to this day because I didn't watch those movies as a kid like I didn't it wasn't until even like high school like college like that I watched Nightmare on Elm Street because I was so scared of it but that was yeah that no. this is like only important to me but I just <laughs> remember that <laughs> and I think that I guy did like it. he did the paintings for like <laughs> one through four one through Wait, five the guy who did the original one, one this one Josh right here yeah, it's basically yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good call. I, I, re- I now remember that one scarring me as a child without even knowing why. So weird. Yeah. No. That's such a bizarre sequel, too. Honestly. Oh um, yeah. Oh yeah. And it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's not Speaking that scary. Of yeah. Right. It's super <laughs> homoerotic. Um. All right. My number one is okay over there on thirty second. Where nothing is the same but Pizza Alley now. Um, they used to have a, a like a mom and pop shop called Sun Video, and they had yep. everything, the craziest shit, you know, everything that Blockbuster or whatever wouldn't, wouldn't carry. carry. Yeah, and they had the Faces of Death tapes or oh, whatever. Yeah, and of I course. remember, <laughs> I never rented them, but I remember seeing them there, and I remember flipping the box over, and it, it, there was nothing it showed on there other than just like it was a drawing of like a Grim Reaper, but the yeah. back was like this Gorgon, it was like Gorgon Video released it, and it was like this Medusa-like looking logo. And that scared the shit out of me, because it was nothing familiar. It's not like New Line Cinema or anything else yeah. that like familiar. So you're like, 
this is some weird forbidden I mean, like, taboo. Like there's like the big real warning. Death sh- yeah, yeah. Like red like warning, warning graphic, side, yeah. whatever. You know. Well, like so I like, look at this one. That's just a skull. Yeah, yeah. That's that's all. Shit. That's all it was. But if you know, it's it's it's, it's just so crude and so nothing. Like it's just. Yeah, it's it it's what looks like it's made by someone who did murder people. Yeah, right. on video <laughs> and yeah, it's it. one of those things where it's the imagination makes it scarier. What is really on this tape, you know? Yeah. So I remember like stoners at like, God, like high school, maybe even middle school, like some stoner dudes, like, yeah, man, face of death, fucking insane, dude. You know, like, <laughs> there's like some real dead people, and like, I don't know. I should. So like, it's the myth and the taboo of like mm-hmm. this. This faces a death. Oh, you know, I'm looking at all. Whatever. Yeah, it's just such. But look bad at that Gorgon, vi- but Gorgon video logo, oh, right? Dude, yeah. Like, like it's like, that's unfamiliar. That's like, yeah, that's raunchy. That's raw. You know, like, yeah. It's almost like, all right, this is a little bit crude, so, but like when I first heard the word "come" spelled C-U-M, like just because it was misspelled, it was just the most ter- just disgusting thing I've ever heard. <laughs> like, there's something just about like <laughs> that drawing of the art being man. just wrong that yeah. you're just like well what's on the tape then man you know? i can't like, what's on the tape yeah because <laughs> like you know it's probably just come like a lot of these a lot of these horror movies had great fucking art but the movie was fucking garbage you know like right so i don't know man if this tape has real people dying on it <laughs> you know, really, yeah spoiler scared alert. me man so <laughs> supposedly allegedly i don't know <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's it. my um, <laughs> that number one face of death. My other, my other, yeah, one, kill my, Holocaust, yeah. my one honorable mention was the creep show box art and the which thing one? The, the one where one? he's like the Grim Reaper at the box office. Oh yeah, like dude one. or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's the great. only and the thing that creeped me out about that is he's, he has like a rat in his pocket <laughs> like, popping out. And I'm like, that fucking much rat, better, man. much better than that the sequel, which rat, is just dude. him in the audience like pointing yeah, towards pointing the screen. Like, what are you an usher? But you're sitting down. Like, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So uh, the creep show rat in nice. his pocket, man. My one honorable mention is uh, the movie Mac and Me. <laughs> As a terrible Jesus oh, Christ, yeah. that speaking of penises, <laughs> right? That's cool. Um, did you say say that based off? Because I when I was flipping through Mac and Me, showed up on my thing. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> That's really weird. It, w- it was Faces of Death, and then I flipped through, and then it was that. <laughs> See, they were like See? they were like greatest cinematic achievements of the eighties. Yes, Mac and Me and yeah, Faces, Faces of Death. Death. It's a graphic designer's portfolio, I think. Yeah, right. <laughs> Please hire me. You <laughs> stumbled upon. Well, um, I, did, I did Faces of Death, so uh, why don't you hire me for this McDonald's ET knockoff? Yeah, <laughs> it's a great wheelchair scene. Um. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we do have our tradition of having our guests give us a topic. I didn't give you guys a warning about that. Um, mm-hmm. Anything off the top of your head to come up with for a future episode, that's cool. If not, no big deal. Let me think about it. The silence. In the meantime. But in the meantime, I would like to suggest to subscribe to us via iTunes, write us a review, give us a rating. Also available on Stitcher and SoundCloud. And also thank you to the Denver Public Library where we record these things. And our Will Smith, the Will Smith, our uh, audio engineer. Another big thank you to Meet the Giant. Uh, Meet the Giant, our theme music. And what about top five five albums you found at at the library? That's a good one <laughs> that you discovered. That you discovered, yeah. yeah, yeah well, because Chris, Chris and I, when we yeah. were, Chris and I met in college, and we bonded because yeah. we were right next to the library, and we would go to the library, like, dude, have you, you heard know, the Rushmore soundtrack? Break. Yeah, it's yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> whoever, whoever, um, whoever, like, curated that 
uh, library's music was like some sort of yeah wizard, yeah, some sort of genius who just had all this crazy stuff. Hmm. Yeah, anyway, that's a good one. Maybe I like that's that. I like that. Cool, cool, cool. We yeah, me go. too. Yeah, I don't have anything, so A plus. All right, <laughs> library music. Library top, music. Cool. Top five curves. All right. Well, thank you too. Thank you too. Yeah, and you Josh guys want uh, any plugs or anything? Where can you be found on the internet? Do you have any projects coming up? You guys want to talk about or anything? And um, I'm developing a movie called Sewer Babies. Nice. That's real, and it's about yeah, <laughs> these monsters that come out of the sewer that kill people on a college campus. Sounds awesome. So check that Sounds out. Like coming it. soon. Sounds like right up yeah, my Yeah, C-U-M-M-I-N-G. <laughs> That's based on my autobiography. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that, I'll plug it, too. Uh, Josh, is, I'm, I'm an inspiration, so that's all I got. Sewer babies. I'm on Twitter at Best Josh Forbes. Best Josh Forbes. Yeah. I'm on Twitter at www.kurt.com. For real? Yeah. For real. Without dots. I like nice. that. Nice. Kurt.com. Kurt.com. And you can see Kurt every Tuesday. Yeah, oh yeah. Denver weir- Denver's weirdest trivia: the Pizza Peddler. Yeah, at the Pizza Peddler. Super fun. Yeah. Super yeah. weird. I'll Super do cool. weird trivia. Like, Check what podcast was I on last week? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, you better come and know that shit because you're gonna get 15 exactly. points. Right on. Oh, Super cool. bonus question. All right, cool. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.